0: Welcome, folks, to episode 65 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the True Mr. Six, and with me today I have Andy... A.K.A.
1: Yvette Fielding. (laughs) Why? (laughs) (laughs) No reason. All right, fair enough. I mean, there'll be a very limited number of people
0: who do that. (laughs)
1: Do you remember Most Haunted though? Uh, I do. I, I was
0: I didn't particularly watch Most Haunted, but she was around on loads of stuff, wasn't she? Well,
1: yeah, Blue just, Peter.
0: Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I remember her from. <laughs> well, great. No reason at all. Just just a bit of nostalgia. You love the 80s. <laughs> uh, that I do.
1: That I do. That I
0: do. Yeah. Well, here we are again, folks. Another episode of the Ministry of Ice. Um, creeping ever closer to our next birthday, but um, we've got loads going on at the moment. Tons of stuff to cover up in this episode.
1: Yeah, loads of planning.
0: Mm, yeah, hustling, hustling around.
1: Hustling and bustling.
0: Doing deals, negotiating, bribing, you know, whatever whatever it takes, really. Um, we'll get into that in a bit, shall we? But before we do, yeah. as always, what have you been up to this last couple of weeks, Mr England?
1: Moi, um i've not been doing much tabletop stuff at all i oh. got well into we speak about it before we started recording got well into me apex uh legends season four so i've been doing a lot of video gaming i'm not very good but i've been playing it quite a lot with my boys <laughs> rob 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 back from the dead shore yeah javier screams when he gets shot
0: Mine. <laughs> <laughs> and my namesake of course
1: and your namesake, Chris Williams, who's not Chris Williams, but is Chris Williams. Yeah, he's the false Mister Six. <laughs> he's true Mister Seven. <laughs> <laughs> he don't listen. He won't know. Um, uh, so yeah, just playing like that. Um, playing some games with you. We've had some more YouTubey ones. I think did they yes. go up? They went up along with the last episode, didn't they? Yeah, so they, they went were...
0: up. Uh, yeah, they went up in the. They've gone up in the last two weeks. Uh, although that reminds me, if you check that other one. Just, just sit quiet give me a second folks momentary tangent uh, just let me conflab with my co-creator here um, did you check out that older one I uploaded
1: uh, not yet no alright I'll, I'll have a look tonight
0: yeah uh, give it a look because it, it needs to go up really because the gameplay we're doing later won't go up till next Monday cool alright but yes we've been uh, we did play a couple of games uh, testing out the old WWE
1: yeah yeah sat enviously looking at your teams yes yes indeed very nice indeed indeed yeah well so the whole thing with that i suppose
0: is uh, if anyone's interested by all means hop on over to the Ministry of dice youtube channel and check those out the two most recent gameplay vids have been uh, using cards from the wwe uh, review box that i received there's no wwe in the uk in fact there's no water
1: steep as of yet no no hopefully soon though it can't be that far away surely
0: no well i've heard tale told of um chinese new year and chinese fatal diseases getting in the way um
1: you know <laughs> <laughs> so what what can you do yeah not like you can do no just wait patiently
0: absolutely Uh, but go check those gameplay videos out folks if you're interested but one of the things i've been trying to do is try and just sort of experiment with the WWE cards in a less predictable way um there's, there's cards that i'm confident uh many of our friends in north america who've already got their hands on it will will have kind of rushed to get on the table becky lynch immediately springs to mind as an example of that so rather than kind of also rushing into that space i've tried to perhaps look at ways the new WWE cars can integrate with some of the older team archetypes or uh, reinvigorate some new ideas. Uh, one of them went pretty alright, the other not so successfully, but uh, got
1: potential though.
0: Eh? Uh, yeah, yeah, it'll need a bit of a tinker, but I just thought it was an interesting idea to play around with. Uh, and we've got some more gameplay footage that we'll be recording later tonight, so they may even, by the time you get round to checking our channel out, there may even be a third WWE experimental
1: gameplay vid that'd be exciting yeah so I played that I played my tried and tested you've seen it before Batman Mimic Madame Web Jubilee Combo uh, which always runs quite well so it was nice to see how that fared against that and uh, some really exciting cards can't wait to get some myself oh. yeah yeah absolutely
0: okay so Apex Legends and a little bit of Dice Masters with me very good
1: and that's about it yeah Although I will just play Becky Lynch and Goldcatcher.
0: <laughs>
1: yes, she will. In fact, I'll have Becky Lynch, Goldcatcher, Shriek, and uh, Geezer. So yeah. that's half any competitive team done. So what are you going to pick for your four cards? <laughs> <laughs> probably just
0: uh, The Rock for his global. Um. The Rock, Clayface. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe something like that. Sasha, what's her name? Sasha Banks. for a bit more cheapy purchase or a bit of mimic rampers i it yeah Yeah.
1: captain done Done. there you go there you go that's the next 18 months folks you heard it here first yes (laughs) (laughs) the sad truth is though I,
0: I don't think you're all that wrong I know we're saying it in jest but that's definitely a risk I was on Facebook the other day saying well was it Discord I don't know in one of the social media
1: many, many posts fastest, social media there is. Yeah,
0: in one of the chatty corners of the internet, just sort of saying that I've got a concern that Becky Lynch in particular was one I was calling out, it, it may be damaging to the creativity of the game that we've seen for you know what, about 12, 18 months now um, so I'm a bit worried that it's going to damage the creativity so while people, while this swing back to combat type uh gameplay is is obviously attracted to many and it has been a a, a long winter of direct damage it's uh, it's time for the spring to come back um i suppose i mean i'm not a fan but that's fine bring back the attack phase (laughs) yeah um i just wonder if that attack phase is just going to be used
1: for the same thing over and over and over again Uh, we'll wait and see we'll wait and see if you've got the same opposite each other it kind of levels it out a bit doesn't it
0: uh, well it does yeah I'm just but is that not exactly what I'm saying though.
1: Meh. yeah, Yeah. a lot of the well, talk,
0: a lot of the talk is all about the same stuff. Godcatcher, Becky Lynch, Yawning Portal, you know it's uh, it's already becoming predictable and stuff's only been around for a
1: short while. There'll be some canny people out there looking at the other stuff as well I bet.
0: Yes well I hope so I hope so and I I'm trying to I mean I'm certainly not the team brewer uh that others are but i'm i'm trying to sort of explore and experiment in different ways um and, and keep the dream of casual dice masters play alive you know
1: well there's not a lot of competitive things out there at the moment well you know or is there or
0: is there yeah certainly for the uk we got you covered hang on for a community focus segment coming to a podcast near you in a matter of minutes <laughs> <laughs> we
1: got your backs bros
0: yeah um so yeah that's uh, yeah uh, so I do, so I, me. Yeah, that's you. So I, I've had a little double on the new Apex season as well, uh, and it's all right. I've not been doing so well actually. It's been frustrating me a little bit. Um, I keep dying on the hot drops. Um, obviously, the games with yourself that you've just mentioned, I've not been able to get down to the FLGS last couple of weeks because oh, nice. of circumstances. Yeah, man. This uh, well, it's the weather in it. I've had a nightmare with the with the commute uh, last couple of weeks. Yeah, um, that has been. Causing a bit of havoc.
1: I tell you what, this last Sunday with Storm Kiara, mm. I very much enjoyed that because we couldn't do anything, so we just locked the doors, stayed in, did a bit of old-fashioned family time. It was nice. Played some Cluedo. Oh, to goes,
0: so yeah, that. yeah,
1: yeah. And just had some fun. It was nice. It was really nice just to not think about anything and just like stay in and do family stuff. Anyway, there you sorry, go. I yeah. Interrupted, Joe.
0: Yeah, no worries. Um, um, so that's, that's like Dice Masters and the console. In terms of the tabletop, we played a, a really weird random game that ended up uh, in our household called Early Bird. And it's like this big pecking bird and a springy worm that you put inside a pot with like a paper top on it. And you, you have to spin a dial and peck the top and then the springy worm comes out and the person who gets the early bird catches the worm you know the person who gets the worm wins so that was interesting that Sounds cool yeah it was alright i mean it's a, a kids game and then yeah. uh, another one by Ravensburger called Bugacular um you know you know the little um what are those bugs called now the the electronic ones that vibrate and move around hexbugs that's the one hexbugs yeah. it's a hexbugs game so you have a in like a in like Dracula's mansion. And it's Dracula and it's chasing you around. So another one that the kids like. Uh, and then me in the hashtag competitive wife just did a little dabble on fantasy realms for half an hour the other night, just to fill a bit of time. Yeah.
1: How's your pandemic legacy? Oh, maybe
0: we are so far behind, we're not played since before Christmas now um so i think we're around august september in the actual game but obviously now we're in february the following year <laughs> so we're a good five months behind at the minute um strictly come dancing over the winter put paid to that and then bloody uh what's dancing on ice no not dancing on ice the other one the other Mask, dancing
1: last singer
0: no that, that's bloody awful that is who came up with that idea
1: oh it's brilliant i've been really enjoying that
0: I watched one episode, and then that was it. I'm, I was like, I cannot handle this. Um, and I've been taking myself into other rooms in the house when it's been
1: on. To- okay. CeeLo Green. Monster was CeeLo Green. Could you believe it? Uh, yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> what's the other dancing one, then? Uh,
0: I don't know. It's got... Um, uh, what's the name?
1: The ah, Geordie yeah. lass on it the Geordie lass yeah he was in the girl group oh alright um, Kim Marsh no no oh Cheryl Cole Cheryl Cole that's the one
0: and then no, some Broadway guy that. and and then one of the dancers from Strictly is one of the judges sounds good no it's also dreadful but
1: that's put, put greatest dancer your, uh, it's called greatest, greatest dancer put pay to your your pandemic Play Legacy.
0: Yeah, it's messing with the program, man. It's messing with the program. They'd all rather watch this trashy TV than play board games with their dad. You
1: know what I mean? Although you could probably play Pandemic Legacy for real at the moment with. Uh, well, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Is the government are just playing it? There's no problems at all.
0: True story. Are we
1: back on to your conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no problem anywhere. It's just Boris and Trump playing a board game.
0: Uh, yes.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first
0: that's it yeah Go, we're nailing it we're just hitting all the hot takes this week <laughs> <laughs> yeah. anyway yeah. Brexit Bre- yeah yeah oh god don't even what else has been going on I'm trying to think what else has been going on like in Dice Masters world um, so WWE came out
1: for North America that's all very exciting yeah we're starting to get a little bit stale I was looking at the cards and I'm the most most kind of positive when it comes to looking at things with what you've already got but I was like I could do with that Becky Lynch <laughs> I'd love to have a go with that geezer see how it actually works so yeah I'm, I'm ready and champing at the bit for the new stuff very much yeah and it's yeah. well just is what it is isn't it like, um, like,
0: uh, like you always say, it'll be here soon enough. Uh,
1: I'm wishing I didn't give that
0: uh, <laughs> Dublin <laughs> Water deep box away for charity, then Well, it was for charity, mate. It was for the right reasons.
1: Black kids.
0: <laughs> uh, well, you know, we could always get in touch with Spugsy if he'll give it back.
1: I don't think that's likely.
0: Well, you never know. We could tell him it's a charitable donation and then blag it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a rental for four months you need to give it back now did we, yeah. that? did we
0: not make that clear no it was in the season and T's.
1: <laughs>
0: well if oh, you're listening your door. yeah well if you're listening Spurg, yeah you're um the contract's expired so if you
1: can get that water deep back to us that'd be great <laughs> oh, also if you are listening i forgot to message you back but i'll grab my ronin off you the next time we meet
0: all right okay
1: <laughs> i like in my super rare ronin for Euronats.
0: You I mean, let him me. Super Rare uh, Ronin for Euronats. Yeah. You, g- you gave a competitive card to someone I was potentially going to have to face off against.
1: He's a mate, isn't he?
0: Well, alright. Okay. Like that is it. Well, you already had it. I do. That's true. Yeah, but, I, you know, I could have been facing it with my direct damage nastiness. Sorry, mate. Alright, I'll let you off. I'll let you off. All right, well, should we let the listeners know what exciting fun we've got coming up for them in this episode?
1: Let's do it.
0: Let's do it. Do okay. it now. I, I will do it, yeah. Um, you know, hold your horses, jeez. <laughs> Get to the up. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're going to jump into a community focus. Uh, apologies to our international friends, but it's going to be very UK-centric. Uh, this particular community focus, we've got a few events and announcements that we'd like to make to uh, generate some interest in some upcoming stuff. Um, God, save the Queen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we'll get that out of the way, community focus. Then into a segment where we'd like to talk about the new keyword in w-
1: WWE Wrestling.
0: Yes, the new keyword tag out. Um, so, we're going to have a bit of an attire about that and uh, share some thoughts and ideas as to what that might mean for the game right now.
1: Uh,
0: and then, staying on the WWE theme, we've got um, well, I was going to share some correspondence, not that we received, but that we were planning on sending. <laughs>
1: Yeah. We'll see what response we get.
0: Yeah, and you'll have to hang on until that segment comes up to, to find out. And then once we've done all that, that should bring us nicely to the close, uh, around an hour there or thereabouts, depending on how much Andy did us on. Uh, Me? And we'll wrap it up.
1: I'm on point, mate. You're the one that did us.
0: No, mate, no, I'm like I'm like concise and to the point. I deliver nah. I deliver information in a comprehensive way. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Uh, yeah. New microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Right then, let's jump into that community focus, shall we?
1: This is London calling. Here is the new.
0: Well, hello there, folks. This is the first appearance on this week's episode of the Ministry of Dice of Future Chris. Yes, I needed to hop in. Regular listeners will know that we often pre-record segments for the episode and there are a couple of addendums and caveats that we need to add to comments past during this week's episode. The first of which is in relation to the community focus that you're about to listen to. At the point of time we were recording, it looked like Troubling Waterdeep and the Associated Team Packs and the WWE and Associated Team Packs were not going to be on European shores, and therefore we discussed excluding them unless things change in the upcoming events that we're about to talk about however it appears that they are going to arrive in fact they're going to arrive later on this week as this episode lands so Andy and I are in discussions about how we're going to address that we're also talking to a couple of the players who've already bought their tickets to see what their preference will be so watch this space for further information but just ignore the fact that we're talking about no trouble in Waterdeep and WWE because it is on its way folks hooray <laughs> yes, welcome back, folks, and it's community focus time, and we're going to just make this all about focusing on the UK-based community today, because we've got not one event to talk about, not two events to talk about, but three upcoming Dice Masters events to share with the UK player base who are listening to this podcast right now. Three, three, indeed. Three is the magic number. Amazing. Amazing,
1: indeed. Amazing. Uh,
0: that. I do yeah although have you pinned down where that's come from
1: yet no I don't know it's from something I think it might be from like an old big brother
0: all right well if anyone knows please let us uh, please inform us as to where Andy has picked up this particular piece of pop culture reference from see there you there there is a perfect example of me delivering concise and comprehensive information that was not overwordy and unnecessarily verbose at
1: all amazing
0: (laughs) (laughs) right let's talk about UK events so the first one uh the first one to talk about is to just remind on that we have an mod pdm coming up
1: we have indeed it's, it's in stoke i've never been to stoke it's no, quite exciting
0: yeah it's very exciting the home of uk pottery no less
1: <laughs> <laughs> and to robbie williams
0: uh, that's also true yeah uh, and i'll tell you another little known fact if you like um, Love. slash from <laughs> <laughs> hey hey no i've been i always go before No, from the guitarist from Guns N' Roses. I've got a funny feeling that he spent some proportion of portion of his youth in Stoke-on-Trent
1: as well. Thought they were American. Uh,
0: They are. I think his dad's American, but um, I don't know. Someone look that up and confirm it for me. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) it is in Stoke. Yeah, great tune that, isn't it? It is in Stoke. Andy is correct. It's taking place on Saturday the seventh of March at GTG Games and Hobbies. That's in the town centre, which is called Hanley we are going to be kicking off at uh, 11 a.m we've got a very limited amount of time uh, in terms of the tables being available so we're running 11 till 5 classic mod pdm setup it's going to be swiss only so everyone gets an opportunity to play all day no eliminations no top cuts
1: and there'll also be a mystery prize box
0: yeah although i actually paused for you to talk about the no top cuts thing because that's like your thing
1: it is, isn't it? There's yeah. no top cuts. <laughs> That's right. Here at the MOD PDM, we like to make sure you can play all day. We do, absolutely. No going um, home at lunchtime.
0: No, no no going home at lunchtime. No first place and second place players getting a handshake from the store owner at midnight with nobody else there to appreciate their their win. But equally the, the only two people walking away with all the swag. It's no good. It's no good. We don't like it no we
1: don't so yeah come and play with us
0: yeah absolutely the format is what we've
1: labeled mod pdm mge yeah so modern golden escalation no modern <laughs> global escalation <laughs> i could get away with it with the other one doesn't make any sense doing this one uh which is all modern cards minus the ban list which is on the where is it that's on the uh, Brit roller ticket. six it's on Brit Six, it's on Event Bright as well. Yeah. Uh and uh there's a it's every card with Outer Global that was in the finals of the two US nationals, the European Open and the Canadian Nationals as well.
0: Yeah, in two thousand and nineteen
1: that's right yeah just 2019
0: yeah that's right so go check out the ban list see what you can come up with and see what exciting and interesting teams you can build and come and play all day and he's also right the true mr six mystery prize box will be in attendance also every game won on the day will earn you a raffle entry to get a little bit of swag out of my special swag box so uh, tons of great stuff in there ask around it's a thing
1: it's definitely a thing.
0: It's definitely a thing. I work very hard all year round to make sure that there are prestigious prizes, some of which you will find nowhere else, uh, some of which also are very specialist Dice Masters items, no less, that you'll find uh, very difficult to get hold of also. So do come along. We'd like to encourage everyone to make sure you do pre-book your tickets. So go to the Eventbrite page and pre-book your ticket. That just helps me out. Number one is to show a commitment so I can get the numbers right to ensure that there's enough prizes in the raffle box to cover uh, the number of people who are coming. It also means that I can keep that swag box nice and topped up for this event. So do that, please. It helps. Please. Yeah. Okay, cool. Shall I move on to the next one then?
1: the next one the next one what's the next one
0: so the next one is taking place on sunday the 26th of april he says tentatively and what would that be yes it is sunday the 26th of april uh, so that is the one big weekend event taking place in manchester
1: Ooh. Ooh
0: yes that's right so uh, the ministry of dice we are f- full supporters of the rolling thunder initiative to encourage people to get out and play in their local game stores and in their gaming clubs uh, on or around, as Arjo with at Rolling Thunder would say. The I can't remember the exact dates, but it was last couple of weeks of May into the early no, last couple of weeks of April into early May. May. So full supporters of, of that initiative, and um, in fact, I'm I'm kind of somewhat a big deal on the one big weekend committee. The what? The one big weekend committee, the players committee. I've just that's what I've just named it here and now to make it sound more
1: the players committee
0: yeah sure or no uh the association the the one big weekend players association of content creators
1: that sounds prestigious
0: yes it does yeah that's why i'm a member you see
1: Where, where's where's my invite oh i'm sure it's on, on its way in the post see i did this sh- last time and i still haven't got an invite you did this I what last out time? Of order i did this <laughs> whole spiel last time <laughs> Threw my toys at the pram last time in a very passive aggressive way, yeah. And no one picked up on it, no, and I've no, still didn't. not been invited.
0: Well, they did pick on up on it, but they spoke to me about it.
1: Oh, for f- sake, <laughs> oh, Andy,
0: <laughs> I got a busy weekend, don't wait. The editing time, <laughs> well, anyway, the one big weekend is going to be taking place at my local store, Element Games in Stockport on Sunday, the 27th of April. 26th of April. Oh my God, I am so. 26th. Yes, the 26th of April. Sunday, the 26th of April. I'm just finalising some details with the store. So, as soon as uh, we've got ticket prices and exact times, formats agreed, and all that, I'll put the word out over the Facebook page. So, please do make sure you're following us, the Ministry of Dice, on Facebook, or you're a member of the UK Dice Masters Players Group. I'll also put it out on the britroller blog. So, make sure you're following that
1: too still very keen to do a south one so i need to do something about that uh so guys down <laughs> in the south coast i think that there's a few stores down there so i'm thinking if Stu, ollie some of the regular listeners and attendees of the mod pdms uh get in touch see if we can organize something guys
0: yeah get it all sorted out so there's event <laughs> number two taking place in april and then finally finally best till last the best till last absolutely
1: um, i'm on this committee
0: we, we do not currently have any WizKids officially sanctioned organized play events on the horizon. And we've been in, in conversation with WizKids. It doesn't look likely that there will be certainly over the summer. And so I've do, done some hustling, sent some messages, filled out some forms, done some bits and bobs. And uh, I'm very happy to be able to announce today that the Ministry of Dice will be presenting Dice Masters at the UK Games Expo this year.
1: Yeah. tickets on sale now
0: yes absolutely they are so if you head on over to the uk games expo website uh, and go to the event section look under card games you'll find the ministry of dice presents dice masters at the ukge it's got all the details there it's taking place on the saturday which is the 28th of may oh my god i'm so hopeless with dates i is should it write usually the first week of june yeah do you know what? it's saturday the 30th of may oh, okay cool uh, yeah, it is usually the first weekend of June. You're right, actually, but it appears to be on the 30th of uh, May this year. Yeah, there you go. Is that a problem? Should I have pointed that out to you?
1: No, it's just that we spoke about it last year. And I said, how do you know to book your hotel in advance? And you said, because it's always the first week of June. Uh,
0: yes, you're right. And, in fact, that reminds me, my hotel booking
1: <laughs> needs to be changed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the reminder. Uh, yeah, we, so... It, it's a couple of months away uh, i've set the format for the event as the current modern rotation so that's
1: whatever else we get
0: yeah basically so i've put um 2018 2019 modern rotation list and then just put a little bit of small print on the bottom there that's just said uh, you know standard whiskers bands in place but uh, you know, keep an eye out on things like BritRoller6.com or the Ministry of Dice on Facebook because if there's any additions or subtractions to the list, I'll publish them there. So if you are interested in playing at the UK Games Expo, just operate right now on the team building assumption that we're using the 1819 modern meta. Even if they announce a rotation that goes live in May or June, I think I'm just going to stick with it. Um, yeah because you know we need to finalize some details and should troubling Waterdeep and WWE arrive in the UK on time then I'll put word out about legality and stuff I mean I think I'm I'm probably going to run with WizKids sort of general organized play rule that if it's uh, more than a week before the event I think it says in their
1: guidance yeah, yeah seven days
0: Yeah, absolutely. But please do keep an eye out on the UK Dice Masters Players Facebook page or on BritRoller6.com or even revisit the listing on the UK Games Expo every now and again just to double check. But of course you will know how to reach us if you want to follow up on that. Uh, But really exciting, really pleased to be putting an event on at the UK Games Expo. It's been a big part of of UK Dice Masters history over the years, so I think it's... You know, it's great to be able to put something on. I think it's also great that with WizKids Blessing and the UK Games Expo Blessing that they've allowed a fan-driven event to take place there as well.
1: And they've been super nice about it
0: too. They have. They've been lovely. In fact, the folks over at the UK Games Expo and the folks over at WizKids have both been very helpful and encouraging about it. So, you know, I can't say anything but positive things
1: which is nice makes a change
0: <laughs> it does indeed yeah because i'm because i'm a moaning moany face um <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so that's the format that's the information um we're doing uh, swiss only as well we're going to stick to the uh mod pdm kind of ethos about it i'm not going to bring the mystery prize box though just to give a heads up so we will be playing competitively for the top three spots in the fellowship
1: award yeah and there'll be prizes and there'll be there will be participation prizes of some description yeah to be confirmed
0: absolutely yeah it's just uh, honestly i'm just trying to save myself from having to carry the box around
1: oh yeah you don't want to lug it around uk games expo the walk to the car park's like 10 minutes isn't it?
0: yeah absolutely it's a it's a wild
1: inconvenience so i pointed then i don't know why i pointed because i'm not there and it doesn't make any sense because we're doing audio what over there yeah yeah just just there
0: just there yeah yeah i know what you mean oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah, there you go folks there's our three upcoming uk based events uh, We would love to see you know long standing players and new players alike so we we wanted to make sure that we we're letting everybody know that there is a somewhat of a casual tone to these events um, and we're, we're all very nice and approachable and lovely so uh, whatever your skill level with the game whatever your experience with the game, please do come out and have a role it's not a traditional competitive event uh, like you might find it i don't know magic the gathering or something speak for yourself well okay sure
1: um <laughs> <laughs> i'll be um, going for the dubs that's what the kids say
0: going for the dubs indeed win, win a dubs. chicken dinner um but yeah we, we, we want to encourage everyone to come out uh, uk games let's go particularly n- not to imply too much but it would be great to see some solid n- attendee numbers at that event
1: yeah definitely
0: yeah show, show them what we can do absolutely yeah it would really help us out with some other future plans that may or may not be in discussion oh indeed
1: yeah careful
0: yeah so come on out and show your support if nothing else
1: it's a ticket don't bother coming
0: well yeah i mean that works too But anyway, back on track. So there you go. Three upcoming events. That'll take us through spring into the summer. We've got more in the pipeline coming that we're setting up for the autumn and winter. So please do come on out and play. Uh, Try and get to one, if not all of them, to show your support for the game here in the United Kingdom.
1: Ooh, that was
0: swish. Thanks, mate. Thanks. I do try. Right, on to the next bit. Welcome back, folks. A little momentary aside. It is, because, yeah, we need to draw the winner. Yes, that's right. We've got to mention it in the intro, but today is the YouTube subscriber draw. Woo!
1: Yeah, so Andy, do you want to explain to the listeners what this is all about? Yeah, well, I said as soon as we hit 100 subscribers, as a reward for people subscribing, I would give away a signed alt art Professor X card from the UXM collector's box. Signed from no other, from no one other, from someone other than Eric Lang. Eric Lang himself, um, it's absolutely. It's very prestigious, actually. It's quite nice.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was... Where did you get that? The UK Games Expo in
1: 2018? No, I bought it off a bloke. It's got 2015 written on it. Right. It's real, though. He went there. He went to the first one. <laughs> yes, he did. He was there at the second one as well. I thought you'd got it in person because when he signed you, map. Oh, no, no. I bought it off a bloke. But he, he said it was real because you know, i've got 15 of them <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm not uh, so yeah it's signed 2015 the first dice masters national uk event i wasn't there uh but uh i've got a card from it signed by eric lang and it's time to give it away
0: yeah okay so we've taken uh, we've got the youtube subscribers i have this really exciting lucky draw app thing on my phone yeah. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to set the drawer off. It will produce a number, and then Andy's going to correspond the number
1: based on uh, the number in the subscriber list. That's right. We've got 107 subscribers as last episode. My call out to make sure that if you wanted to be involved, you needed to make sure that you were public so I could see you. And we've got 50 people that did that in total. So, uh, this is out of that 50.
0: Right. Here we go. Then you're ready. I'm ready oh hang on i need Still to reset ready. it yeah because you know the test we did before yeah It thinks i've already drawn it on set right here we go number 23 three let's do it One, two,
1: three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 22 23 well this is weird because it's dice masters in the great north great north with is reg it? and kim yeah right okay well reg and or kim have a discussion amongst yourselves <laughs> oh, bollocks i've got to send it to bloody canada
0: yeah canada yeah
1: canada the right. canadians
0: we love our colonial friends out there yeah so reg and kim have a chat decide amongst the pair of you who who's uh who's going to receive the prize and we'll get it out to you
1: yeah, thank you very much for subscribing. They've got loads of videos, haven't
0: they? Yeah, yeah, they've done some great stuff. They, they do theirs under DM North now, of course.
1: Oh, do they? Mm. Yeah. Got your
0: finger on the pulse, haven't you, Mr. England?
1: <laughs> Here first for all your Dice Masters news, reviews, tips and tricks. If you're a new player or even a veteran, hopefully we'll have something for you and <laughs>
0: <laughs> Right, let's get on to the
1: next segment
0: <laughs> Oh dear Yes, hello everybody It's future true Mr. Six here again I told you there'd be a couple of these this episode So in this upcoming segment I talk about A cunning rules lawyery twist That I believe that I have figured out To prevent overwhelming overcrush damage Uh, However, it transpires that um, that rules lawyering is, you know, bobbins, basically. I've been playing Overcrush wrong for a very long time. It appears that uh, in recent years... You know, since 2015, there's been a ruling that has added the phrase uh, or removed from the field by some other means to the Overcrush keyword, which means that the rules lawyering I'm about to talk about does not apply. I was falsely under the impression that the character blocking the Overcrush had to be KO'd for Overcrush damage to take place. And I am wrong, you know, because of this newfangled ruling that happened in 2015. However, I've kept it in because, number one, I've never minded looking a fool, you know, whatever. Number two, Andy did in fact question it with me before we started recording, and I was adamant he was wrong and I was right. Turns out that's not the case, so a little bit of vindication from Mr England there. Uh, and number three, I think just, you know what, bluntly, I can't be asked for trying to edit it and make it sound like a normal flowing conversation by taking out these references. So there you go, future Chris again, to correct myself... All right. Catch you later, folks. <laughs> Welcome back, dear listeners. And for this next segment now, we'd like to spend a little bit of time having a chat about the new WWE keyword Tag Out, which has caught our eye.
1: Yes, it has.
0: Hmm. So I suppose the first thing to do would be to let the listeners know what Tag Out actually is.
1: Sounds like a plan. Do would you want to do the honors? Yeah, I do. do you want it. me to do the honors? Uh, why don't you do it? it? That is a very, very good question. And let me answer that by giving you (laughs) the definition of tag out. Wait for it. It's (laughs) It's worth
0: it. The sense of anticipation is killing me and the listeners.
1: (laughs) After blockers are declared, you may prep this die from the field zone to give target character die plus two attack and plus two defense until end of turn wwe (laughs) m1 you've done it off
0: the keywords page why didn't you just read it off one of the cards that you've got up on the screen to talk about moving on (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um in a in a combat heavy meta that the wwe is clearly going to drive the game towards um at least for the moment uh, we don't you know we don't know what future superhero sets might do Uh, that's obviously a really eye-catching game text
1: Cool. It is. It's. It's got pros and cons, it? it's got some. Uh, uh, do you know what? It would be nice if it was ko it. Uh,
0: do you think? Why? Why did you say that?
1: It could trigger some different things, and.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get what you're saying. I mean, the fact that it goes to the prep area is pretty sweet, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you still get it again, don't you?
0: Yeah, so it's nice to have it sitting in the prep area to re-roll it in for use the following turn or use it for energy if you need to use it for energy, um, which I think is, is, is pretty cool. Well, one thing that occurred to me when, when kind of looking over it and thinking about it, is this helpful, isn't it, is like the question of why would I use this instead of Parasite, you know? Yeah, yeah, I suppose using both
1: wouldn't be too bad.
0: Uh, well, yeah, sure. I mean, Parasite comes in at a two-cost bolt um with with his uh, attack and defense bump game text uh, from the justice box but there's also a a two cost bolt tag out character which is eddie guerrero i'm just looking down the list here i cheat yeah. two cost bolt and that's all he's got his tag out but he's uh he's not one 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 two two one three two so he's a little bit cheaper on the old fielding cost side but the edge i suppose that tag out gives you is that even though it's not quite giving you as much of a bump as parasite would do on his higher levels that movement into the prep area could be quite sweet
1: yeah yeah so with parasite you can't attack with it and you have to do it do you have to declare it before you attack yeah yeah so before the attack step, yeah. before the attack step so which means that with this one so, so you do it and then you do attackers with tag out attackers and then blockers and then you can make the decision
0: yeah so you get the lay of the land and see what's the what a bit better maybe with tag out than you can do with parasite
1: yeah so parasite i'm gonna put my attack on this one and then attack with it you already know the opponent already knows that that's got the buff yes whereas you can wait until they've blocked and then line up and then you can make your decision depending on where you can get do the most damage
0: yeah so it's got a, nice. a little added element of flexibility that parasite wouldn't offer you in that instance yeah I like that yeah that's quite interesting so throw it on the one that's gone unblocked for example
1: Yes, yeah, so if they've got three and you've got four you can I suppose they would just not block the tag out one uh, yeah well that oh that, uh, yeah that's true but if you so if you add five and they add three then whatever doesn't go through you can then add the tag out so you know you're going to get that damage through so that's that little sidekick's going to be worth keeping in the field to try and ping through the extra two damage
0: Yes, yeah. Although, uh, in theory, you don't even have to attack with the uh, tag-out character. You can just move it to prep from the field zone
1: during the attack step. Yeah, it's got to be worth doing, though, because then you're sucking in an extra decision.
0: Uh, Yeah, for sure. And, you know, that's one of the the kind of key elements, isn't it, of the combat step, is sort of manipulating the amount of pressure that you're applying onto your opponent in that situation. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I absolutely see what you're saying. I was just, that two
1: cost out. is, is one, two, three attack. So on level two and three, they're kind of damned if they do damned, if they don't, if they are attacking and they don't block it, then you can just let it walk through for two or three. If they do block it, you then knock it out and two goes on to another one
0: yeah absolutely uh, and not only is it uh, the potential to put it onto the character that's going on blocks but you might be saying well do you know what i really want to ko that guy over there that my opponent's got so whatever he blocks it with with a bit of tag out i can make sure he dies this turn or something yeah uh, so it's also a handy little uh, removal boost using combat to remove dice I suppose the thing is there, you know, I'm comparing it to Parasite in the sense of the attack buff um, and looking at Eddie Guerrero specifically, but there's quite a few tag-out cards, and there are a number of them that come at a higher cost, and I don't know how comfortable I would feel about doing it with a 3-cost or a 4-cost dice.
1: Yeah, true. Let's have a quick look. So what have we got? 4s... I mean, there's a... No, that's got the... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 3 or 4. The 6-cost is the global one I was looking at, so... Yeah, I'm not sure, especially like... Also, like Ric Flair has got two fielding costs on level three.
0: Yes, yeah. Really interesting global on that guy, but that's a chap for another day. Yeah, so I don't know how inclined I would be to look at the four costs or the six cost. One that did catch my eye, though, was Seth Rollins, hybrid athlete. He is a four cost. He's got the tag out, but he also, in his game set, says, when Seth Rollins attacks, all psychics must block a Seth Rollins superstar die, if able. Which
1: I thought was interesting. Oh, it's a bit like um, Spider-Man. Uh, yes they've got to block him whereas they they just have to block
0: um yeah absolutely and i think um the what the interesting thing about that is once you've drawn all those sidekicks into blocking seth Rollins and got them out of the way so your opponent can't chump block here you know if you're trying to get rid of some stuff on the other side of the field or squeak a few unblocked characters through you can then
1: use his tag out so yeah so attack with him and then after blocks declared just get rid of him (laughs) Yeah. Those sidekicks are just hang around doing nothing.
0: Yeah, and bump up something else, you know. So uh, he, he's he's particularly eye catching. But yeah, you're right. I mean, Ric Flair coming in at a four cost with his fielding cost with with no other kind of added value in the mix. I don't know how attractive tag out would be in that circumstance, and I'm not entirely sure how much I'd be keen on using it with a with a three cost dice. Like there's a mankind there. He's a three cost mask with tag out, or you've got Trish Stratus uh, again. Although she's curious too, with with the added value, I suppose. When Trish Stratus attacks, target superstar die can't block this turn. So I suppose again, it goes back to what you were saying before. It really reinforces this idea of putting your opponent in a position to make difficult decisions.
1: Yeah, which is one of the things you do at top end, high competitive dice masters. Sure. Yeah. You know, well, things about. like like you were saying, like like adding on an attack to get rid of a piece you want to get rid of because initially your thoughts would be who's going through let me use the anger issues label pay a fist and just get it through but sometimes it'd be better to get rid of the collector or all the other horrible things that you usually use to make uh-huh. your life a bit easier
0: Yes, yeah, absolutely. Although I still contend I'm not, I'm not entirely certain how comfortable I'd feel about buying a four-cost because the, I suppose the one downfall is that a number of them come with a little bit of fielding cost or quite a bit of fielding cost in some instances. Mm. Um, and whether I want to apply that kind of pressure to myself would be something I'd have to seriously consider. But, you know, Eddie Guerrero, going back to him, uh, Eddie Guerrero, I cheat, he's a two-cost bolt, low fielding cost. Um, I could see him having a place, definitely.
1: Yeah, there's some big old stats in there. It's gonna be interesting boards. Yeah, I mean and broadly you've got a few of these out.
0: Broadly speaking there's um there's some big old stats in the WWE set. But one thing that I was thinking about was Kurt Angle, you mentioned the global. Yeah. Pay two shields to give target superstar die, tag out. Is that you could then basically give anything you wanted tag out.
1: There we go. It's a high cost though, isn't it?
0: It is a high cost at two shields. Yeah, I'll concede that, but I just thought it'd be nice to, like, a, if there was a in effect that you wanted to repeatedly use, it's a, a, a more interesting way of just getting a dice into the prep area without KOing it.
1: Mm. I'm thinking geezer. Yeah, sure. What well, um energy type is geezer? He's shields. He's a shield. So, yeah, he could be uh, both feeding that Global as well as intimidating off stuff, and then been using that global to cycle around again. Yes,
0: yeah, mm. and also then adding the additional benefit of giving another nice plus two plus two that turn. Um, so if you were looking to cycle your geezers around, um, you know, so if you if you're looking to do some overcross damage, for example, use geezer, intimidate off the thing, the big blocker, so there's only little blockers left attack with geezer and well i suppose geezer's pretty weak though to get recycled isn't he?
1: yeah but then you would use two shields
0: yeah give him tag out tag out
1: and then add two onto whatever you want going through
0: yes absolutely so th- there's definitely shenanigans
1: there definitely it's not massively economical but
0: no but i suppose that's the point is this new stuff in it it's it's worth experimenting with and playing about with
1: uh, yeah
0: it's a brand new keyword and it's it's i think you know, ongoing, it's going to be unique to the WWE set because it's very thematic, isn't it? So it's worth worth having a play around with. I'll tell you one thing that did. Oh, go on. Oh, no, no, no. Well, I was going to say one thing that did occur to me was that it doesn't specify um, which attack step you can use the game text in. It just says after that block is it. declared. Yeah. So, you know, being the, the kind of control, tentative guy that I am it stood out to me as actually a really effective way of improving your blocking strength as well.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't have been seen that.
0: Yeah, so, uh, sure, yeah, I, th- and I think that's the thing, a game sets like this, it gets focused on very heavily as a kind of offensive measure, but in a meta that's going to have a big swing into kind of like Overcrush, for example, which is very, very prevalent in the WWE set, uh, a tag out dice is, it's kind of like, do you know what it reminds me of, the old uh, Ronin days where you used to block with Ronin and then redirect damage to him so he, he was kind of serving he was effectively yeah. do double blocking well that's kind of how tag out can help you out so if, if you tag out dice and another are blocking two attackers you block your over the one of the overcrushers or an overcrusher with the tag out um and then remove it from the field zone and pop it into no wait a minute it says you may prep this die from the field zone to give target super die superstar die yeah does the attack zone count as the field yeah it does yeah all right i just thought i'd better double check that before we carried on with any more of this segment Um, (laughs) no the attack zone is part of the field zone is part of the field zone are you sure about that uh
1: as certain as a former uk national champion can be
0: Right, okay, well, we'll take that, I suppose, despite the fact your best days are behind you. So...
1: Okay, then, folks,
0: future Chris here. This is the moment when you are to officially start ignoring me, at least ignoring me more than you do usually. Uh, Yeah, you block the overcrusher, and then move it into prep, and then, because the overcrusher's not KOing the dice, but it's been blocked, you don't get any overcrush damage going through.
1: Bad i Yeah,
0: and you've made your other blocker a little bit tougher as well. Can he? Yeah, you know, I've I've actually done a bit of rules lawyering on that bad boy. I'm I'm sure I'm not the first that's occurred to, of course. I am, because it's wrong. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I think uh, there's uh, game sets like that, a uh, keyword like that, it generates a, a big kind of offensive focus. But I think actually there's some clever ways you can play around with something like tag out to block with as well and use it to improve your blocking strength and do some shenanigans there
1: yeah i look forward to giving that a try yeah you trying that on me
0: (laughs) yeah it's more likely i'll do a defensive move than it is you (laughs) and it's more likely you'll do the offensive move than me (laughs) or will i
1: let's see Mm -hmm. on the gameplay footage we record later that's right so we will be trying out some tag out well chris will be trying out some tag out action uh, which will be on the YouTube by the time this comes out,
0: will it? Yes. Uh, yes it will. Yeah. Or I'll put it up the same day, if not um, on Monday, if nothing cool. else. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there you go, folks. Tag out. I think it's just uh, something really interesting um, from the WW set that's that's worth further exploration. There's a few ideas to get us all started with. Oh, uh, one other actually that I was thinking about was like you know
1: insect plague teams and stuff, mm. unblockable things. Yeah, similar to parasite that's when you'd want Parasite and the tag out dude slap on yeah. Parasite's attack to a sidekick insect plague it not, tag, not not move tag out one to the prep knock A.O. in it but doing this tag out thing add another couple on chuck Batman on there as well give him another two
0: yeah why not it'd be insane I'd say so Parasite's a two cost ball Eddie Guerrero's two cost bolt. big entrance techno global just fill your bag <laughs> with a load of one cost parasites and eddie guerrero's like yeah i've got so uh these three parasites will assign time they their attack to this rock here he'll attack and um i'll use the force block gobel on booker t force that guy over there to block, or two fists to pay for Wrecker, and then um, these three Eddie Guerreros, I'll send them back, that's plus 12, plus
1: 12. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you could easily rack up uh, 20 kill on one sidekick, couldn't you?
0: Yeah, you could. I mean, you'd have to focus on it wholesale, but I think that could be pretty funky. Yeah, one sidekick with an inset play global, and a couple of parasites and Eddie Guerreros, and and your sidekick suddenly becomes a very frightening prospect.
1: Crikey, righty. That Batman as well. The Batman that I like that gives them plus two attack when they attack. That's another two. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Could get, could get pretty creepers mental. Creepers.
1: Yeah, could get pretty mental. Uh,
0: so there we go. Uh, we'd like to throw it out to you guys. Um, so if anyone's got any thoughts or ideas or any janky little combo uh, things that they want to share around Tag Out that they've been playing around with since it came out in North America or have, have been rattling around in the filing cabinet of their brains since the spoilers came out then please do let us know or if there's any kind of tag out you type team builds that you'd like us to try out anything like that then give us a shout we'd be more than happy to get into it yeah definitely yeah all right mate well uh, i think that's all i've got to say on tag out anything to add before we wrap up
1: let's tag out
0: all right so andy <laughs> yo do you remember the message you sent me the other day about the letter you wanted to send out yeah i still need to do that Big, well, good idea. Sure. Would you, would you like to share with the listeners what that suggestion was that you messaged
1: me? Well, we're um, listening to my favourite podcast, The Rolling Thunder, mm. and um, Bodhi dropped that he was a professional wrestler, and I thought, well, I've got the, I've got the physique. Sure. I've got the, uh, the tones. I'll give that a go. I reckon I could add that to my plethora of uh, jobs that I've had over the course of many, many years of my life. Uh, so I was going to send a letter to the wrestling people and tell them that I'm available. Well, mate. Wrestling people.
0: Wrestling people. Yeah. yeah. I've um, I've drafted it for you. No. I have. Yeah. I sat down and drafted oh. a letter for you on your behalf. Jeez, mate. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the guy who heads up the wrestling thing is called. Well, I think it's pronounced Mah- Mahone. Vince McMahon. Mahon? Is that how it's Mar- pronounced?
1: Yeah, so... i better work that out if we send him a letter.
0: Yeah, we'll figure it out. But, um, yeah, I've, uh, I've addressed the letter to him, and I've, I've done a draft. Would you like to hear it? I'm a bit worried, but, yeah, go ahead. OK, then. Yeah, just the first draft, just the initial draft. So it reads, Dear Mr. McMahon." I know that the World Wrestling Federation has been a moderate success for you over the years and I suspect you've earned a reasonable living from it. But we are writing to you today to make a proposal that we believe will take your little entertainment company to the next level. Consider this. What is the one ingredient the WWE has been missing all these years? That's right. It's a Dice Masters UK national champion. And not just any Dice Masters UK national champion, but the sovereign of short trunks, the king of kayfabe, the baron of baby oil, the duke of the draw, none other than Andrew England, UK national champion 2017. His experience as a Dice Masters player competing at the very highest level of the game has both mentally and physically prepared him for the rigours of being in the WWE roster let's focus on the physical attributes that Andrew possesses that will bring in the crowds for a moment. Hey, people do. Setting aside the obviously stunning physique, the product of many decades' worth of intense training at the Abracadabra gym under the coach Jason Donovan, we wanted to draw your attention to the outstanding rich strength that has been developed through his years of Dice Masters experience and is also the key component of his finishing move, the bag burner. It's an Bye. elegant <laughs> it's an elegant feat of athletic theatricality that will amaze the most cynical WWE fan, and we'd be pleased to provide some demonstration footage of it over at our YouTube channel, which you can find at youtube.com forward slash the Ministry of Dice. Nice. It really is a sight to behold. And staying on the physique for a moment, you should see what an impressive figure he strikes in a pair of short trunks or a singlet your audience will undoubtedly identify with the everyman frame they will see before them and Andy's presence in, (laughs) I've not written this bit very well, with the everyman frame they will see before them and Andy's presence before them in a sliver of lycra will certainly make the WWE far more accessible than it currently is. Andy is also experienced with wearing leather or PVC if required. He's accrued at least two or three hours a week experience in such attire and has mastered the art of unconventional movement in such restrictive clothing. (laughs) He is also highly capable at spending long periods in confined spaces and and can effectively converse while holding a ball in his mouth. I can. Once again, if you require any demonstration of this, we can provide footage of Andy delivering an extraordinary beatdown with an Ultraman list while dressed in PVC attire that we think you'll find is perhaps one of the most epic scenes of sports entertainment this decade. We also feel it's worthy of note that Andy's presence in the WWE would bring the Royal to the Royal Rumble. He is, after all, 50% of the Ministry of Dice, a podcast by appointment of Her Royal Highness Queen Elizabeth II herself. So there's an air of legitimacy that can only bring more fans to the shows, because we know how much the US market loves our royal family. You could, in theory, call him the monarch, or lord of the manor, or maybe the duke of the dice... We even know a guy who does a belting rock rendition of Royal Britannia that can be used as Andy's entrance music. You may also be wondering about Andy's talent on the mic. It is clear from his extensive work on the Ministry of Dice podcast that he is highly capable at communicating and has a mastery of the English language that will hold the attention of at least 10 people or so for a few minutes. Isn't it? (laughs) It's so funny (laughs) you've just said that. We believe the (laughs) WWE crowds are not that big, so this should be sufficient. We can provide examples of Andy speaking with verve and dynamic using contemporary phrases like in it, (laughs) shook, lit and bruv in a range of contexts that will surely broaden the youth appeal of the WWE audience. (laughs) Or, if you prefer, Andy can lean in to receive pronunciation to support the aforementioned gimmick, if you prefer. He also possesses an exceptional grasp of the Queen's English. He could also introduce some Dice Masters terminology to the field of wrestling, like prepped, in the reserve pool, or give your bag a shake, please. (laughs)
1: he's got him right in the reserve pool
0: (laughs) let's face facts and call it as we see it the overwhelming worldwide popularity of the Ministry of Dice combined with the champion level gravitas of Andy and the rock solid ready to go gimmick is just what you need to give the WWE an element it sorely lacks Andy is available for work Monday to Wednesdays, 10 till 12, with sufficient allowances for podcast prep and recording time made to be expected. We can draft a contract for as little as $3 per annum over a three-year initial term, which we're certain you'll agree is an absolute bargain in light of the benefits we have outlined above. We look forward to hearing from you and starting an exciting and prosperous partnership together. This time next year, the WWE could be at least as popular as Strictly Come Dancing with Andy as the central draw. Yours, kind regards, the Ministry of Dice. I love it. So, Send it. Send yeah. it now. <laughs> well, well, we'll get hold of a, a correspondence address, get it wrapped up and fired off to, to Vincey Boy, see what he says. Well, there we are then, folks. As all things must, this episode of The Ministry of Ice has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. Hey, i tell you what, just before we finish up, did you watch the CR Game Room stream?
1: Yeah, of course I did. I can't believe the goal. <laughs> of that, um, Roger.
0: Yeah, well, the uh, rehab, Stone Cold, Steve Austin.
1: Was... <laughs> Steve Austin before his thyroid problem, yeah. Yeah,
0: although, although apparently, as <laughs> as he claims, it doesn't seem to bother him all that much. But it bothers him enough that he brought it up again. Did he? Yeah, it's just pants isn't it, Ryan? Come on, yeah, yeah. it's just bants. Jeez, but he's been it's going on the boots. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he also claims that he falls asleep during my gameplay videos. That's age, mate.
1: That's age and weight. Yeah, <laughs> that's, sort that out. absolutely. Concentration that's got, problems. That's, that's got nothing to do with us. That's got nothing that's to do with us. That's all the sugar in your American diet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the corn syrup. <laughs> 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 yeah, so he's calling me out again for this uh, this WWE face-off uh yeah, the longest call out in the history of
1: man how long's that been going on i know before? well he's got that this kind of, back in like 2017
0: some kind of imagined slight or something that, uh, that 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 he's created in his head and then he starts banging on and ranting on the stream i don't know what that's all about
1: it's just Bans, isn't
0: it just bants, isn't it yeah bro <laughs> he's all shook
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know that, what? that you need to to put him back in his place
0: yeah, sure. He was right though. I did keep forgetting to change the camera, which was a bit of a disappointment. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm all up for I'm all up for playing this match, this this like kind of WWE style grudge match that he wants to play. You know, I'm, I'm all up for that. That's fine. He just needs to get in touch and organise a time and date that works. The time difference is a bit of a challenge. But but he was suggesting that he'd leave it up to me to to uh, come up with the, the stipulations, the team building rules or whatever. So, but I I thought we'd ask the audience. Find a friend yeah I'm, I'm easy going I'm easy going so uh, I, I mean the WWE theme I suppose something WWE-ish about it would be nice I thought about maybe making half your team WWE and half your team not or something rather. other I don't know do it um, in a cage uh, yes I could I could arrange that I'll borrow yours I'll, get, I'll, I'll hire a van <laughs> bring, bring it up for me <laughs> you can leave the collar at home though
1: <laughs> my ball gag they're less attached by a chain so i have to come with it
0: yeah I mean Ryan will have his own outfit of course
1: <laughs> of course he will he have his own like Stone Cold Steve Austin pair of wife rants <laughs>
0: <laughs> well anyway listeners as I know this is the outro and I've just said we're finished so uh, please do get in touch if you've got any interesting suggestions as to a, a team format or a, a you know
1: some
0: uh, something that will make the grudge match with Ryan a little bit more interesting and I suppose I'll you know I'll, I'll pm him to get it sorted out because
1: he yeah helps. get it sorted we'll have to disc- discount water deep because we haven't got it so oh yeah that's true yeah, let's take those god here. catches out of the equation
0: yeah 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 but we'll, we'll figure something out yeah so uh, let us know uh, or ryan if you're listening you know just pm me dude geez so it's like it's like donald trump just you know slinging flame on twitter this guy just gotta send me a message dude you know what i mean unbelievable <laughs> unbelievable anyway that <laughs> concludes this episode of the Ministry of Dice don't forget about the events UK players please do uh, get yourself signed up buy your tickets and all that malarkey show yourself as interested or going on the Facebook events UK uh, Games at Expo people yeah very exciting news <gasps> is that for me oh the hashtag competitive wife has brought me a cup of tea oh ah, where's uh, mine and a double decker he would like to know where his is says so if you drive up she'll make you one.
1: Okay. Another thing I've been excluded from.
0: Yeah, sorry dude. Uh, so yeah, um I think that's about it. I've been Chris aka True Mr Six. And
1: I've been Andy aka the Monarch
0: <laughs> <laughs> We'll see you later folks. Bye. Oh, there you go maybe it's the new mic freaking me
1: out making you sound different hello oh blimey do you know when it says you have to be like five oh, I can't remember it's like five to ten centimetres away yeah I never really would know how far that is
0: have <laughs> <laughs> you not got a tape measure
1: yeah but it's in inches <laughs> you can be like five inches that's five inches
0: Oh yeah, sure. I just think what you're measuring it with now then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: and there's the outtake. <laughs> <laughs>